Hello and welcome to the Golden Rob Podcast, bringing you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast, Connie. Before we begin, you can jump around the podcast by using the timestamps in the description below. Connie, are you excited to uh, talk about our main subject today? Ish. Ish. Okay, Ish. okay, okay. So, all right, I, I, I'm genuinely in a weird mood today. I don't know if I'm maybe suffering a little bit of Pokemon fatigue. Okay. I, which, <laughs> I... which, which is a reality that, as content creators, we do face. Yes. So, I'm... I know where you're coming from, okay? I don't want to be overly negative on this trailer, because there were some good parts to this trailer, but it's probably one of... If you can call it a trailer, it's it's more like a, a, a breakdown or a... What's the word I'm looking for? A bit more of a elaboration yeah. on what we've seen before. Yeah, it's a 15-minute um, trailer that just kind of goes over what we already knew. Yeah. Plus and... officially revealing one new thing and picnics. And yeah. TM machines. And... and I feel like it's elaborated on things that they didn't need to elaborate on. And, and I feel like the fact they've elaborated on it has kind of killed a little bit the optimism that I had because it's revealed a few of the issues that I thought we'd moved away from. But I don't want to just jump straight into a critique in this. I think, should we talk about you? what were the positives? Did you take away any positives from this this trailer? Um, yes, obviously, there are some positives. In fact, before we even get into that, Okay. Because, because again, I don't want to do full negativity all the time forever. I want to mm. go back and correct some of the statements we made last week. Okay, yeah, do it. So, last week we were talking about the Pokemon Ecological Society video. Yes. And we made a couple of statements that, as it turns out, weren't necessarily true. So, mm. the first one is, well, in fact, they both come down to the Survivor. Now, okay. we spoke about that Survivor a lot. I stand we by the did. point that the Zangoose and Survivor fight doesn't look very good and yep. kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. The thing I will also say about this video is because of the format, it was very difficult to go back and rewatch it and get oh, yes. like actual <laughs> study of it. Um, that's not our fault. That's just the format of the video. However, Survivor does have a turning animation. Okay. But it turns 90 degrees and then pivots the rest. Wait, what? So where we were saying it kind it kind of looked to us at the time that it just kind of pivots. Yeah, on the spotlight, Zassian and Zamzen to do. Which which we were a little bit worried about. It's not that yeah. bad. It kind okay. of retracts and spins out to 90 degrees and then pivots the rest. So we were kind of wrong, but we were kind of right on that one. <laughs> I've, I've double checked it today. That's like a halfway house. Like, either commit to a full 180 animation or repeat the 90 animation twice. Yep. Or just have it pivot in the spot. <laughs> why, why, why put the evidence animating a quarter turn and not a 180 turn? Anyway, what, what else did we get wrong? But the one thing we definitely got wrong was okay. those... Um, the textures are there on Survivor. They 100% oh, are, are there. Right, okay. Um, they are very hard to see. And again, okay. we were watching it at low quality yes. and weren't able to actually study it. But I went back and looked at it today and they are 100% there. They are okay. just only within like the light streaks. 
Oh, okay, right. Okay, right. So, uh, I'm I'm glad that you brought them up. One because obviously we went into that um, discussing that that video and the podcast last week very raw. I think mm-hmm. we didn't have as much time to break it down as we normally do. It wasn't like a YouTube video where you can scrub back and forwards. You can pause it. Like it's very much a case of you're in for the ride. You can't increase the quality as far as I could see. I couldn't maximize it to, no. to full screen. Um, so it, so we will miss out on a, a few things. So I do, I do want to like say thank you to those that I know did comment on the YouTube version of the podcast uh, that drew our attention to a few things. Um, so, so yeah, let's. Are we ready to break down this new trailer then? Yeah. Okay. Um, you're talking about positives. So yes. I like the look of the TM machine. I hate the name. I think technical machine yep. machine is a stupid name. Oh, I didn't even think about uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Yeah, there it it's, is. It's a machine that creates technical, technical machines. machines. <laughs> the technical machine machine. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I also... The, the way that looks is fantastic. It's kind of gone it, it it's where the the tm functionality in the bag needed to go where you can see the tms and the pokemon that can learn it at the same time whereas it used to be you know you you click on the tm and then it'd be okay these are the pokemon that that can learn it i, I do like that they've improved that yeah they've adopted a lot of elements into it as well so for instance it's you know this is the new crafting system yes this is when pokemon drop items this is what they're used for and you can also trade them in for, or you can trade those items in for league points as well, which also allow you to buy these TMs and stuff. Love that. Um, Love that. I have a number of thoughts about it, but you asked me about just positives, mm-hmm. so we'll stick with that for the time being. Okay. Um, the picnics look fun, I guess. They. I won't play them a lot, but I will trial them out. They're, they're, uh, it's very interesting that we've got basically an overcooked simulator within I'll Pokemon. tell you what, I, I like the idea that I'm not sure if it's going to replace full breeding because they mm-hmm. said that you can get eggs from it. Yeah. But that seems a little bit up in the air for me because it's like, well, surely when I'm breeding, I want to get a specific egg, not just random ones from my party. But mm. you can get eggs from your friends when they come over and share a picnic with you. So that could imply yeah. that you could pick up eggs from your partner's Pokemon rather than just your own. That makes sense. So there's, okay. there's some okay. positives there that I quite like. Um, mm-hmm. The big one for me, it was on my five specific things. I wanted more gender neutrality. I wanted uh, to be able to have all the different hairstyles, all the different yes. clothing styles. Yep. And it very much looks like that's what's being implemented. In fact, there's a part in this trailer where what looks like a male character walks into a salon, changes into a long curly hairdo. Absolutely love it. Will probably be the one I run. Um, But more importantly, that character is always referred to as they within the voiceover. Yeah. It's very subtle, but I like it. I I like that they've gone, okay, we might be able to include something like that. Appreciate that massively. Huge step forward. Definitely, definitely. Um, for me, yeah, all all the positive points that you've just uh, discussed. I loved the. Um, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, I kind of need to bring this up because it is a positive for me. Is they've they've taken what the raid dens were in Sword and Shield and sped them up. It seems so. It looks like instead of you have your typical raid four v one raid battle and you have to go through all six turns 
um, and show every single Pokemon doing every single move. Doesn't look like that. There's a timer, and it's just your Pokemon just all attack or use the moves at the same time. So it looks like the raid battles are probably going to be sped up a little bit. So Yeah, we, we had that's... confirmation of that already, that it was going to happen oh, in we? real time and that you weren't going to take turns. It was all just going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I it was nice that. seeing that in implemented. I also like the idea now that it's not like, oh, so-and-so got knocked out three times. I guess this yes. raid's over. It's no, we go until the time runs out. Yeah, love that. Uh, so it's a bit like Pokemon Go then. Uh, in terms of the raid battles there. Yes, very much you, so. Yeah. Um, I love the photo mode. Uh, yep. so, some of the images that were shown off in the trailer are gorgeous. Like, absolutely gorgeous. I'm thinking wallpaper on your PC. Uh, that good. They they look absolutely fantastic. Um, I love the fact that they are using the... I want to call them the BDSP sprites, but then then obviously... Some of them are the same. Obviously, they're going with that kind of Yeah, I know look what you mean. The, the 2D sprites. sprites, but... Yes, with the black outline. Really mm -hmm. like them. Um, I love the designs of um, the Pokemon that we introduced. The ones that we can see clearly, because there's a lot that we can't see clearly, and we'll come on to them in more detail um, later on. Uh I love the full screen map. I just love how colorful it looks and it just looks really simple as well, um, which is fantastic because I am currently playing um, Horizon Zero Dawn and the map just gets a little bit overwhelming. There is too much on it, uh, whereas this looks a lot more just clean and simple. Really like that. Um, oh, I'm trying to think if I've got any other um, positives. I love the fact that we got a bit more about the Let's Go um, command as well, but shall we jump into the actual specifics of the trailer now yeah let's let's start and i think where people really want us to which is the new pokemon yes because that was the real big reveal today agreed yeah so you have Ferrigoraf. 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 yes i'm definitely it's... gonna call it Ferrafarig. you you probably probably are it's a really difficult one to pronounce uh <laughs> i'd love it so <laughs> This Pokemon was overdue a evolution, I feel. It's a Pokemon that I think gets, you know, just passed over, unfortunately. Um, mainly because I've never really liked its design, but I like its evolution. I like how it looks. What See, about you? this was kind of spoiled for me a little bit. Oh, was it? And okay. by a little bit, I mean, this was one of the first things to get spoiled to me before I realized I had to, like, block certain words on twitter oh, okay. um so way back when so i kind of knew this was coming and then in like all the pokey posting uh servers that i'm in mm -hmm. giraffarig has been the number one pokemon for weeks now so oh, i, was, I like, wonder why yeah. oh i guess i guess we're getting that evolution coming okay. i wasn't the biggest fan of it mm -hmm. i thought you know because uh, do you know about the beta giraffarig I've seen it, but I can't remember it. It's, off the top it's of my basically head. the front of Giraffe Rig twice. Oh yes. It's, yes, it's like, but they've obviously changed it, and it's now got mm. the chomp chomp on its back. Yeah, and now the chomp chomp has like crawled up it? its head, yeah. and it hasn't taken over. They are distinctly two different brains that run the same body, and one That's protects weird. the other. Right. Okay. So it's it's fascinating. It's grown on me a lot. I yeah. think seeing the official artwork and mm. more up close um, 
screen grabs of it. I really like the coloring around it because uh, I yeah. thought it was all that same dark, darker brown, but it's not. It's got lighter hints in it, which I really yeah. like. Um, I like the fact that the mouth closes over the head when it's using psychic and things like that, and his eyes grow, oh, grow does green. It? Oh, wow. Okay, that, that's a nice little feature. I like that. So there, there are elements of it that have really made it grow on me very quickly. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a fan. As you say, Giraffe yeah. Rig was well overdue. Some love. So yeah. yeah, big fan. Definitely. So, um, did you... Sp- I don't know if this has already been released, so I might be coming at this thinking, oh, look what I've discovered, and it's not. Did you notice what I assume is um, Ferdo's evolved form in the menu? Fido's evolved form? Yeah. No, poor- I haven't seen this. I haven't seen anyone talk about this. Oh, <gasps> poor me. Poor me? No, poor me is the new oh, is that different- clone. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I thought it was... Oh, okay. No, Palmy was one of the first ones ever revealed. It was, was it? Uh, oh. It's Nimona's partner. Oh, how have I missed... I've completely missed this, and this has gone completely over my head. Okay, scratch that one. Um, <laughs> what, what, um, what new Pokemon did you see? So there were a whole bunch in this, actually. Um, it was a mistake that they left it in. You can't see the quotation marks, but they are well and truly there. Um, (laughs) one, well, one of the big moments is on the mini map. I think it's at Mm -hmm. like seven minutes, something seven minutes, 14. I want to guess off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, there is a mini map that shows a rookity and then in front of it, two mouse Pokemon. Yep. A green parrot. Yep. And a kind of rock mushroom. Yeah. Like a mushroom that's on it upside down, but then it has something coming off. What the is bottom now the of it bottom well. of it? Yeah, yeah. Really bizarre. Um, sh- they must have known they were leaving that in. Of course. Like, yeah. Um, so we don't know anything about these mons other than the images that are shown. Um, do you want to speculate on perhaps what they could be? What typings they could be? I mean, it's what looks like normal, normal, normal. flying rock grounds. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot more I can get from it, unfortunately. No, there's there's not. Um, I guess my takeaway from this is those Pokemon that they're seeing on the map. Why uh, are we seeing them on the map? Because they are wild Pokemon that that just happen to be in the local area, just to nudge you along to go. Oh, there's a Pokemon over there. Go and catch it. I'm not sure. And this is one of the, unfortunately, this is one of the issues I have with this trailer. Mm. It's, it's kind of presented to us as a gameplay trailer. And yet yeah. they quite clearly removed a lot from it. So yeah. this is the only time we ever see anything on this mini-map. And we can see what a Pokemon Center, uh, what looks like a fly spot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously these Pokemon. But we haven't seen that anywhere, anywhere else within else. the game play footage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you what this is supposed to represent because I've got no context for it. No, I, true. I, I'm coming out from the, the angle of... Um, so go, going back to Horizon Zero Dawn that I was playing in the mini-map, and it shows you everything, and they, they have machines on their map. Like, they are spots that you can go to find the machines. Mm-hmm. So I can't help but feel that maybe this is similar, um, that they are perhaps the, the wild Pokemon that are just... Or at least... I was going to say the the areas of the wild Pokemon, but actually, if they are areas of the wild Pokemon, 
They're very close together. And why would you have two of the same Pokemon showing on the minimap? Which leads me to think that it is showing just the wild Pokemon that are in your vicinity. But again, it shouldn't be individual Pokemon because, again, I'm still hoping that you should be seeing herds of Pokemon. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. But I, yes, I completely agree with you there. That is what I want. But like, it's not just is, that's what I want. That's what earlier trailers suggested to me we'd be getting. Yeah. And that's yes. why I'm kind of yes. lukewarm on this one because it's supposed to be a gameplay trailer. Yet we mm. see Litlios just standing there just, in a yeah, barren yeah, yeah. freaking yeah. wasteland yeah, yeah. doing nothing. And I'm like, ah, I get it. You want to show off the battle. You want to show off mm-hmm. walking mm-hmm. up and get starting a battle. You want to show off the auto battle stuff. Fine, but could you have not done that in actual gameplay so I don't look at this and go, well, it looks like a barren wasteland. There's nothing going on here. This game looks awful. Which is unfortunately Wait. the like the takeaway I've had to have from this trailer. Yeah. So, right. Let's... Should we jump into the overworld? No, let's let's stick on the Pokemon. I'm sorry, I'm okay. just tan- okay, okay, I'm okay. tangentialing so, here. So, so I don't know what I don't know what this is supposed to represent. Whether it's individual Pokemon no. or whether it's groups of Pokemon, I hope it's groups of Pokemon. Like yeah. there could be two groups of these mouse Pokemon. Maybe they're territorial and they're fighting each other. Who knows? We literally don't know how deep the AI system goes yet. No. You also pointed out a couple of other Pokemon. Yes, there is one more that I've noticed. Uh, when you take on the Star Raid Camp thing, mm. the Star Road Camp, the Fire Camp, where you yes. have to do all the auto battles, mm-hmm. there is a Pokemon that gets thrown out by one of the trainers towards the back that looks like a baby Cerulege slash Armorug. Armorouge. Mm. It's a re. It's so I didn't even notice this in the trailer. It's something that you pointed out, and is it you that added the nice little arrow yes. to it? To, yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Um, I I didn't see that when I watched the trailer, and honestly, looking, I'm assuming when you screenshotted that, that was 1080p. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. well and truly in the it's, back. It's it it's so far back. It is tiny to the point where, yes, it, it does look like it's a baby form of them, but. It, but because of the quality, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a completely unrelated Pokemon. I don't but know. It's got it's got the helmet with the little teeth coming out the top. It's a fire type. We know those two Pokemon are both fire types and just adorn different armors. It would be ah. really cool if they were on the same level of like uh, Hitmontop, Hitmonlee, and Hitmonchan, where they all evolved from Tyrogue. But like you give Ooh, it a different yeah. set of armor and it evolves different ways. But obviously, like or a, a better example would be Applin who we know is in yes. this game as well. So you get Applin, and you can give it a different kind of apple, and it evolves into Flapple or Appleton. But you mm-hmm. only get mm-hmm. that kind of apple either in Sword and Shield. So you yes. would give this the armor, but you'd only get a specific armor in uh, Scarlet or Violet. That makes sense. It would also, yeah, I, I, I completely take your point, actually. It does make sense. Fire type being in the you know the Star Road, and it's the, the first one, which is the fire type one. Um, so that makes sense. That was it for the new Pokemon, right? Didn't see anything it is. else? You got, you got any thoughts on any of these? Any of them that you like the looks of? So, um, I, I do love the evolution of um, Rigoraf. 
Um, I I love that um, you actually see the Pokedex entry in this, which I love, where it says that um, it whips its long neck around to headbutt enemies, which is exactly how giraffes Uh-huh. They're fight. terrifying. They will they, ruin your life. They are scary. Um, so I hope we get a custom move that has that animation. I would really love that. It's got um, two custom abilities. Oh, I didn't know that. What are they? So it's got Cud Chew. As in chewing the cud, which allows it to use a berry, and then the next turn use that same berry again. Oh, that's okay. Right, that's that's a nice unique ability. I like that. What about the second one? I can't remember off the top of my head. That was certainly the more interesting one. Give me a second. Let me pull it up. I'm not stalling for time. You are (laughs) Armor Tail. Uh, Armor Tail is another new ability appearing for the first time in these titles. It makes opposing Pokemon unable to use priority moves. Oh, wow, that's good. Oh, I like that one. Brilliant. Um, I So the, the Pokemon on the minimap, the the little mouse Pokemon do not appeal to me in the slightest. Have you, have the, you ever experienced peeled Pokemon? Peeled have you come Pokemon? across What's this? What's that? So what? there, there, there's, there was a thing, I think it was on Twitter and stuff. Uh, there was people doing images of peeled Pokemon. Which is like oh, you, wait, you, shows you, all you, the insides. Well, no, 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 no. You just remove uh, bits of them oh. and show what they would look like without them. Basically, what I'm getting at is this looks like a Cinchino peeled. Yes, I yeah, I can see. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Absolutely right. Um, it yeah, it it's just very basic, isn't it? It's a mouse. One? It's 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 literally just a mouse it, that stood up with fact, slightly bigger ears. It is very much. Who remember Tom and Jerry? Yes. You remember he looks after <laughs> the little grey one. Yeah. That's who it is. That's that's it that's is. what that is. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, the the mushroom upside down mushroom whatever doesn't appeal to me. The bird though, I'm not going to lie. I love a good grass flying type Pokemon. So that that one does appeal to me. I'm a big um, fan of the parrot. I am a big yeah. fan of the parrot. Just just from that uh, just from that single image that we've got, I I like the look of it. Um, might have a little hat on again, low quality yes. images, but I think it's got I a little was just hat thinking on. that like well, a little it, bowler hat off to one yes. side. Yeah, right. I was thinking that, and then I thought, oh no, it can't be. But it can't it's be the what Pokemon it looks like. Behind. Yeah, it is, but it can't be the Pokemon behind it because they're just like PNGs layered on top of one another. Uh-huh. So you wouldn't have a PNG that's both behind and on top. It makes no sense. So, but so maybe it is a bowler hat or some kind of hat function. I don't know, but it but it can't be another Pokemon overlaid on it because it, there's no sprite that is just a small black clump. But the problem is the quality is that shoddy because we've had to take an image and then blow it up that the like for all i know it's it's part of the pokemon behind it and the the bird's head just literally just drops down onto its beak i, 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 I don't know um but i like that the teasing the you know letting us speculate and um do a bit of digging it wouldn't surprise me if in you know the next week or two we we get more information about these mons yeah probably I mean, well, you say that, but we're still waiting on any information on the engine Pokemon. Yeah, we are, actually. And they, they kind of maybe showed off the pre-Evo for it today as well. Oh, I didn't see what, what so in the trailer. On, so in on the big car that yes. Mila rides out on, you've got the big engine at the front, yes. which we've all kind of assumed to be a Pokemon at the moment because yes. there's that official artwork with the tongue coming out. 
at the back of the wheels, there's another smaller, slightly different shaped engine with the same yellow eye on it. Oh. That I assume is supposed to be like a pre-Evo of it. Okay. So, yeah, it would be interesting to get that kind of information. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. I think there's a reason they are holding back on the 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 legendary cover art Pokemon. Surely, at this point, they, they, they d- I'd imagine they don't want to give stuff away about them at this point because mm-hmm. I've got a feeling that they probably pe- play a lot into the story of the game and how it progresses, and maybe they want you to find that out yourself and discover it, Um, which, as much as I do have issues with this trailer, again, I've got to praise them for not just going, let's just throw all the information at them, and then they will buy it. I like the fact that, like the the last big trailer we got, they, they don't seem to be going past the first checkpoint for each of the three different ways to play this game we've still only seen the first gym and i know we've seen a little bit of the ice type gym um but not a lot of it and then we've only seen the the first titan pokemon the the um um crab cliff pokemon whatever it's called and cloth. um cloth that's it how did i forget that name it's just so <laughs> dull i love it um and then obviously um the the star road or whatever it's called i do love the fact that they haven't gone overboard and and trying to shove information um down our throat so i have thoughts about this and okay yes i like the fact that they are holding back i'm very happy that they're holding back Mm -hmm. and aren't giving away all the new pokemon and all the new mechanics and all everything is just out there for everybody to see but i still feel like they're adjusting what we're seeing and taking parts out of it so what they're showing i it's difficult to say this, right? So either what they're showing us isn't the final product because they've purposely removed bits from it, which sounds yeah. like a really stupid statement because why would you do that? Show me what I'm going to be buying. Yeah. Because at the moment, as I say, there's a big barren wasteland and lots of it doesn't quite function right. And there are a lot of issues in here with frame rate and stuff like that. But yeah, <laughs> that's almost to be expected at this point, unfortunately. Um. But either they're removing things to, and it just. What? Why would I, they though? I, and that's and that's the thing. Why would you? Yeah. Because either, like, you would just set the camera up to capture things that aren't spoilers. Yeah. So yeah, you can. So for those of you that that, so my understanding of game development is you know you create this open world and then you will be able to just remove things just toggle things on and off but what exactly would they be toggling off to hide what is there that that potentially oh we can't give that away i i I think unfortunately it is as barren as some of the trailers have made out especially this one have made out unfortunately this which is infuriating because like some of the overworld shot, there's an overworld shot where in the distance you can see this big majestic city and then on the hill beyond that you can then see a building behind that as well as our, okay, that's fantastic. The fact that they've managed to, you know, get it so that you can see that far in the distance and everything and I love that in a game where, you know, you see a big mountain in the distance and you can just run right up to it. You can just, yeah. you can walk right up, right up, right up to it. Absolutely love that. But then on the flip side, there are issues where 
you know, there's a part where the train is running towards the camera, Jurafferick's following it, and you can see the distance in the background, trees really far away, and I assume you can run all up there, and I think there's there's no Pokemon in the distance, there's what looks like three trees and the leaves of a fourth tree in the corner, and a single Venonat by one of the trees in front of a cliff. That yeah. is disappointing. That That points to what you're saying, that you should be able to see Pokemon in the in the background. Trainers running around. Items just on the floor. Rocky formations. Yeah, I should be able to look at a thing and be like, ah, there's something interesting over there. There's something over in that direction that's worth me exploring. Yeah. Yes. And I can see it from here. Yes. Now, Pokemon has always had an issue with draw distance, especially yeah, they once have. they got into the 3D era of like Sword and Shield and Legends Arceus. The pop-in of Pokemon has never looked good. No. And, like, Legends Arceus kind of felt really nice until you could fly. And then suddenly you realized, oh, there's literally uh, uh, an area around me that gets pop-in. And I can see this field of grass in front of me appear as I fly forward. Uh, Mm -hmm. Looks a bit jank. So... We, We get that in this, though. And it's not even flying. We are running... We are running and literally the grass pops in, loads in a few seconds before you reach it. Like It's not even like it's in a distance and it's lower res and then as you get to it, it increases the resolution, which I know is a thing in game design. It's a way that in the olden days with overworld, with open worlds that they were able to make it so that it, you could, you know, quality, quality was improved in... I think one of the first games that ever did it was Spyro the Dragon. Because it was a case of, like, you can stand atop this building, and you can Mm. see out over there, and you don't need to see in full detail what's there, but you can see the shapes of buildings and stuff like that. And as you fly closer towards it, the level of detail will increase. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. But that was a freaking PS1 game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I completely agree. There, There is... They're not helping themselves. I don't understand. They're not helping themselves. And... I don't want to come into this being really negative, but we I do want to be critical when when there are reasons to be critical um, about a game that is coming out in 2022, 20, yeah, 2022, on hardware that has been out for several years now, that the developers should, you know, Game, game Freak should be like, okay, we've got to grips with this. Now it's the, you know, the third... No fourth Pokemon game they made for the Switch. Like, uh, let's, go, let's go Sword and Shield, Legends, Legends Arceus. Arceus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth game. So at this point, they should have the hardware and understand the limitations nailed down. And I look at Breath of the Wild, which wasn't even developed on the Switch, by the way. It was developed on the Wii U, which was a previous generation of consoles, and that look that looks better than this. But it also had six years in production. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Which so is-, is 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 that the is that the sole issue though? Or is it again we come down to the case of our game freak just not competent enough to pull this off? And it it, it upsets me so much having these discussions that like I don't yeah, like being negative agreed. about this franchise. No, because no, I, I love it. it. I love it, I, yeah. I absolutely love it. And I will buy this game and I will enjoy this game and I will find so much to love about it. And I can tell you there will be lots to love about it. It yeah. doesn't mean that the issues aren't there and we shouldn't. We, you can't just sweep them under the rug. They need no. to be spoken about. They need to be addressed. Otherwise, I, you just end up 
pretending to yourself like, oh no, everything's perfect. Yeah, I, don't, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be that. I, I can't be one of those people that is just a fanboy and will overlook any of the issues because then nothing, unfortunately, um, gets addressed. So speaking, of, there, there is an there is another issue that I do want to bring up simply because it, I don't want to come back to this this negative point later on when we've moved on. But um, the, the when the when the um, woman is discussing what what the Pokemon can do with the let's go command. She's like, it can pick up an item. I was like, okay, this is great. And they don't pick up the item. The Quaxley just starts running before it even reaches the TM on the floor. It pops up that you've got the TM, but then Quaxley runs past where the TM was. <laughs> like how, and and like I wrote that and then I thought, no, this can't be right. I've, I've misremembered this. And I went back and played it again and I'm absolutely spot on here. The 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 send out Quaxley, the TM appears in your inventory and it pops up on screen saying you've got Swift or whatever it is before the Quaxley reaches it, so it doesn't even pick it up. And then the Quaxley runs past where the item originally was and then just stands there. That's not picking up. I'm sorry, that that's not. Like, didn't we didn't we fix this? Like, wasn't this resolved in Let's legends. Go with the bushes and the legends? Like, this is resolved. Why are we going backwards? Like, yeah, I don't and, know. And, Again, I don't know. And that's not even the, the, the one time we are going backwards. TMs, the single use again, right? They are, but you can craft as many of them as you want. So so we'll come on to TMs in a second. We, we want to okay. get all the complaining out the way, right? Uh, yeah. Frame rate. Frame rate yeah. is a big issue in this one. There were two so, that really <laughs> stuck out to me. So let me see if I can guess them, right? Go so on. you've already mentioned one, which is the Sunflora. Uh-huh. Was the second one the windmill? Oh, th <laughs> I literally, I so literally, I was watching it live, streaming it live, and I gagged. <laughs> oh, oh, it looks awful. And so I'm not someone who I am not frame rate sensitive. I will play no, games. Yeah, I will yeah, play triple A yeah. games at 30 FPS and yes. think it looks fine. Fine, agreed. Yeah. So I think the part that annoyed me the most. So the windmill, if that was just how it was in game whatever take it or leave it i'm not fussed but what annoys me is the fact that they show it in the distance and it, not i say the distance you're in the town already and it's just like it's like a clock it's tick 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 yep. and then it cuts straight to the like cut scene of you walking up the stairs and the wheel mill's fine like what okay fine i i get that there might be a bit of lag or it might be choppy that's fine don't then draw people's attention to it by having two <laughs> separate clips next to one another where it obviously shows that oh, it shouldn't be, you know, choppy. It should be a smooth transition. Like, I... What? I'm just yeah. really confused, but I'm just so confused by why they would choose to do that. And, which is a shame, because I love a good windmill. <laughs> like, they fascinate me. And seeing them in, in this, in the, in the city, and walking up to them, I'm like, oh, that's gorgeous. Love that. But then seeing it all laggy and choppy is terrible. And then the Sunflora, like, what is going on there? Like, that's a whole event as well. Yes. Where it's like, go around and collect all these Sunflora. It's like, guys, if you can't make that happen, don't. But I thought it was just when all of them were on screen at the same time. Which, But it's yeah. not. You it's walk not, up to that one, one on, a flat, yeah. on a plant pot, and it's like... Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. But it's... it's like, I've had like... a seizure. I know what they look like. <laughs> and that Sunflora is not well. So... Like, it's. I know we've had this issue before with the Pokemon and they're a little bit choppy and the frame rate drops when they're in the distance. 
But that's when they're in the distance. Fine, I can accept that with the limitations of, of the hardware or the software or however they put it together. But you are stood right in front of me. This shouldn't be an issue. And I, di- I did see a comment about somebody saying, okay, chances are it's, you know, there's still a month out. It's just not fully optimized. Surely that should it's be done by now. only a month out. Yeah, exactly. That that was my thought. I was like, okay, it depends on how you look at it. Yes, you could look at that comment and go, you know what? They're right. It's not optimized. They've still got time to, you know, update it and tweak it. A month is a long time. But then on the flip side, it's like, no, this game should be done by now. It should be literally just fine-tuning a few little things and literally, as you said on a previous podcast, gain it onto the game cards getting it out there so it's ready for distribution. This, this, I, I I honestly think those choppy bits, we're getting them in the final game. Oh, absolutely. At this stage, yes. And yes. the thing is, like, I'm still not seeing anywhere on these trailers anymore that says game footage is not final. Yeah, it's... So we have to assume that... It's it's final. This is it. Yeah, this, this is as good as it gets. This is what we're getting. Um... <sighs> What, what else was right, that I wanted to, to discuss? So let's the, go back to go on. I was going to say let's go back to TM machines. Yeah, let let let's let's touch on the TM machines. Um, the TM machine machine. Okay, so are you do you like the fact they're going back to single use? I'm not opposed to it. Okay, I think it incentivizes going out and catching or fighting lots of Pokemon. Which yeah. is always a positive. It was one of the good things about the crafting system in Legends Arceus, going out, Agreed. finding rare items, beating Pokemon to get their item drops and stuff like that. It feels very RPG. I'm yeah. okay with it. Okay. The other thing I thought about it, though, is I hope it's not our only crafting because TMs, it's yeah. not really as good as crafting my Pokeballs. No, no there, is, there, items. Is, there is other crafting. We can oh, craft sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't want to jump into the sandwiches, but the TM. So my point of view is I I personally don't like single-use TMs. I do take your point, though, that it does encourage the player to go out, explore, find new Pokemon, and get items. What I don't understand, though, is even if they are single-use and you have to craft them, you still have to go out, explore, find new Pokemon. So I don't quite understand why they needed to be um, single use. I, I, I would prefer it if it was okay. You craft a TM using the items that then is a TM that you can use whenever you want, and maybe the more powerful TRs are the ones that you do need to craft more often. So it's a bit like I quite like Sword and Shield, where it was a mix mm-hmm. between TMs and TRs. Um, but I'm whatever. I, I it's. They've obviously made this decision for a reason, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm looking forward to this. The only thing that I don't want is I don't want it to be a tr- like other other JRPGs do, where it's like, okay, you've beaten a Pokemon and it has a five percent chance to to drop this item, a twenty percent mm. chance to drop this item, a fifty percent chance. Because then I'm like, okay, this is just busy work at this point. Surely the Pokemon should drop all the items that I that I need. Okay, here's the other like thing that really stuck out to me and really, okay. really worries me. And I re- and I want to get your opinion on it, and I want to see if I'm reading this the wrong way. Okay. TMs can be made yep. using league points. 
LP for short, yeah. and materials dropped by wild Pokemon after battles. Lead yep. points can be obtained as you advance the story or by trading in materials from Pokemon. Okay. League points can be obtained as you advance the story. That makes sense, yeah. I'd imagine you get them from gym battles, maybe gym trainers. Uh-huh. You just get them at random points. But- and is that the only way to progress the story then? Is through the gym and the league? Because that's the only way to get the, the league points for TMs. Well, that's... So this says that league points can be attained as you advance the story. You are are you saying oh. that you get league points from taking part in the league, oh. which advances the story? Well, what's the point in the other two paths then? Are they yeah. not going to advance the story? Am I reading too much into this, or am I like I I need to know if I'm going mad here? So I I've always seen it as they are probably expecting the player to do everything. I don't think they have developed this game with three different ways to play that then end up with three different story beats depending on... I, I, I'd imagine the way they work is they all merge back up at the end. It's, it's expected that you've done the majority of all three paths. Which isn't how it should, how it was that's sold. That's not what they said. They said I can advance the yeah. story in any yeah. way I want. Mm-hmm. We'll, I guess we'll see. I, I just... I don't know. It, again, uh, it yeah. was something I read and it kind of stuck out to me and I was like, I need to bring this up because it freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I've played enough open world games to know that I think the path that you take, the story is going to play out exactly the same. I don't think it's going to change. I don't think that you know if you go down the gym league route, it means that there are certain characters you'll never see. The um, I'm just speculating here, but like I can't imagine you go down the gym route, and if you go down the gym route, it's like a typical Pokemon game where oh no, the le- the bad guys are trying to get the legendary Pokemon. Oh, okay, you managed to beat it. Blah blah blah. If you go down the uh, Legends route, then okay, right. Well, there's a brand new Legend Pokemon that no one's ever seen before. Oh, well done, you've completed the game. Or you go down the Team Star route. I'd imagine they all kind of the story beats are the same for for each of them. I I I can't imagine it's three separate stories. I'd imagine it's three ways to experience the same story. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. We'll, again, a, a part of me is wondering whether it's a case of like, yeah, you can go do the Path of Legends, mm. but you then need to do the Pokemon League. You can go do Star Road, yeah. but you then need to do the Pokemon League. That would you can do Star me. Road and the Path of Legends. But you still, still need to do the Pokemon League because yeah. that's the only one that actually progresses the story. Yeah, uh, that, okay, that's yeah. where I'm yeah. worried. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the so the other two are just like they're just quests. They're just the, extended side quests. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I I think you might be right there. I hope I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping that it is. You know, oh, okay, right. You can you can choose to do one, two, or all three of these. You can choose whichever one you want, and at various stages. So, like, you know, you've beaten the first gym, you've um, beaten the first um, team star um, base, you've uh, beaten the first um, um, legend, the first Titan Pokemon. Okay, here's the story beat, and then you do the second one. Oh, here's another story beat, and did it, and then you get to the end. It's like, okay, congratulations, you've experienced the entire story, you've beaten the game. Oh, the other ones that you didn't do? Well, you can go out and 
do them if you want, but you've mm. already done the story. Now they are just like busy quests. Um, but your your point is absolutely right that maybe that's not how it is, and the 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 you know the the Pokemon League challenge is the de facto main story, and everything else are just busy quests that you see on the map and you wander over to and you do them, like a typical over overworld game would be. Yeah. So, speaking of the overworld, um, no battle transition. So I'm glad mm. we've got that. But, yeah. well, but, there kind of is a battle transition. It zooms in, the Pokemon well, does yeah. it. Yeah. Hello! And then you zoom back out and you're in battle pose. Yes. I'm referring more to how we got in BDSP, is the latest mm-hmm, one, where, mm-hmm. you know, it's you're wandering around, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, your typical. JRPG where there's smash glass or it zooms in or whatever happens and it's like okay now you're in the battle. Um, yeah, the battles every- still take place in the overworld and I think yes. even when you're right you're fighting the venonat there are yeah. other venonat in the background. So yeah, which I I love that. My my issue with that and maybe it's just the pokemon, you know, venonat aren't the type of pokemon that are fussed that you are beating up their friend, but one of the highlights with Legends Arceus was, you know, Oh, okay, I'm battles. a bit overwhelmed. I throw out a Pokemon. Oh, right, I'm facing multiple Pokemon at once. How am I going to handle this? Or, or you would see them run away. They'd be like, yeah. no, I'm not getting involved yeah. in that, mate, on your own. Exactly. And would turn and run. But it doesn't seem to... Um, maybe we are just seeing a snapshot of that. We're seeing a Venonat battle, and Venonat are just the type of Pokemon that's like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Like, you do you. I'm just over here chilling. Um, that's why I'm so wound up about the Litleo that just stands there and does nothing. There. Where's Listen. the Pyroar off to the side with the rest of the pups who's like, excuse yeah. me, you attack you my son? I come yeah. after you now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what do you think of the battle overlay? Is it growing on you? No. No, no. No, I, don't, it, I, I didn't like it from day one and it still no. hasn't improved. It, it hasn't. It After Legends of Arceus where you get into a battle... It sh- the the screen resolution shifts, so you've got the black bar at the top of the bottom. You've got the like the the beautiful paint style artwork flipping over and just popping in. That was like peak overlay for me. It well, they was got rid of gorgeous. menus. That was the big thing for yes. me was getting rid of menus. Yeah. So it was like, well, hang on, I'll just flip round to my items, go across. Yeah. Okay, use that. Flip yeah. round to my Pokemon, go across. Okay, you're going out now instead. I didn't. I don't. Why did we go back to menus? Yes, that's why. That's yeah. That was that was going to be my point. And, and like in terms of menus, this is the one that, uh, and maybe it is just menus are okay. Right. Let me break this down to two ways. How they look, I don't like it, but I can guarantee there'll be someone out there that's like, I love how how clean it is, how simple it is. Fair mm-hmm. point. Like that's fine. Take it or leave it. There'll be there'll be some that. Some overlays that you do love, some overlays you don't love, and then some that grow on you. The Sword and Shield one, hated when it first came out, grew on me, absolutely love it now. But then you need to discuss the the battle overlay mechanics, all that, in terms of how it functions, which is, I think, your point in terms of, it's almost like we've gone back into, okay, now I'm going to look in my bag, and it just takes you away from the battle. Yeah. It takes you away from what's happening on screen. And Legends Arceus, I think, did brilliantly where it's like, we don't need to go into the menu. Like, you can see all your Pokemon. You cycle, uh, press right and left to cycle between your mons, or you press this button to switch the items, and again, you cycle right and left. Like, 
that was I loved playing it like that. When I when I figured out how to do that because it was a bit overwhelming at the very start because I was like, oh this is this is new. this is new. <laughs> yes, yes. But now I'm like, I love I love that. Absolutely love it in Legends Arceus. So I'm a bit disappointed that they've not done that again. Yeah, I agree. But again, that comes down to the fact that the two teams working on these games didn't yes. work together. No. Um, Terrestrialize. So, <sighs> the animation is going to take forever every time it happens, isn't it? Yeah, every single time that you see them terrestrialize, it's like, okay, let me just do all shiny and I've got a headpiece and everything else. The, the, the takeaway I took from it was that one of the lines they mentioned is any Pokemon is capable of having any of the 18 different types. Yeah, it was nice to have that confirmed. Yes, definitely. So, you can get... You know, there's a Jigglypuff in this with the the water headpiece. So Jigglypuff, you can you will be able to find at some point or somewhere in the game every single variant of Jigglypuff in terms of terrestrializing. So that's great. I do like that because it encourages you to maybe go out and you know seek out Pokemon so you get the terrestrialize option that you want for it. Makes me wonder if this is one of the ways they're thinking of trying to prolong the game. So, you know, uh, with currently Sword and Shield, with the raid dens, they put on events. It's like, okay, now you can get these Pokemon, or now you can get these these versions. Oh, it's going to drive shiny hunters mad. Yeah, oh yeah, I can imagine. I need a shiny Jigglypuff, but with a dark type terrestrial yeah. form. Yeah, no thanks. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not wasting that much time. Um, but... Makes me wonder if eventually they'll do what they did with um, Sword and Shield's DLC. So uh, I know that before the DLC was, was released, there was a lot of... If you missed certain Pokemon's Gigantamax forms, you couldn't get them unless you traded for them. And then the DLC introduced a way that you could basically just feed it an item. And yeah, you give it. every Pokemon the same Gigantamax. Yeah, so I think we'll probably get that. Either I'm not sure if we'll get in the base game. Uh, I'd imagine they'd probably hold it back for DLC, to be honest um, with uh, you. Do you reckon it'd be DLC? I think there'll be something to do with a legendary Pokemon that is causing the terrestrialization phenomenon that might maybe allow you... Mm. 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 Part of me is like, oh, it'd be really cool if you could use that Pokemon's ability to terrestrialize your Pokemon however you wish, but that would also go against the sort of collect-a-thon yeah, aspect I of it. And with Sword and Shield, the DLC felt very much like, okay, these are the things we wanted to wanted to include in the main game, but we ran out of time to do it, which makes me think, you know, the ability to switch terror types will be DLC because they'll have more time to go, okay, what are the functions that we can implement that we wanted to implement that maybe weren't critical to the base game? It seems a little bit silly considering like they've gone out of their way to make it so that IVs and EVs aren't something you have to hunt for anymore. Mm, mm. You know, different forms aren't really something you have to hunt for anymore. Um, different, um, as you say, Gigantamaxes and stuff like that. We've or our abilities and um, natures was the one I was thinking of. You know, yeah. we've got mints and yeah. capsules yeah. and stuff like that that changes all that for you so you can have the Pokemon you want. Are they now going to throw back in something where you've actually got to go out and collect them? Because as far as competitive's concerned, this is going to be huge. Oh, the terror type of your yes. Pokemon is yeah. going to drastically change its capability. 
Oh, ag agreed. Like, I cannot... Like, watching the um, Pokemon Worlds Championships was fantastic. I dread to think what it's going to be like with this now because, it, it, because you know, you, you could get a Pokemon, you bring in a legendary Pokemon, you're like, okay, right, what Terra type do I give it? Do I give it the one that benefits me or do I give it the one that I think will counter whatever the top-ranked Pokemon or the most common Pokemon is in competitions and what terotyping other people are are giving them. It's going to be going to be crazy just to see <laughs> all the combinations and the meta that that goes into this. Um yeah, it's going to be re really interesting. Um on the note of terotypes. Yes. While we're still on it. Mm -hmm. They're in the overworld? Wait, did, are they? Yeah, that Jigglypuff is just shining in the uh, overworld. It's a wild, it's a wild, it's a wild Jigglypuff, isn't it? They, they that mention that terastalizes. Yeah, yes. Because See, they, I thought these were all going to appear in the raid dens. Apparently not. Apparently, you just find them out and a kicking out around. around. Yeah. Um, but one confirmation we got is wild Pokemon can lose its terastalization mid battle if you inflict enough damage. Now they, I, I went back and checked this. They do make the point that it is wild Pokemon, which makes me think it it doesn't affect trainer Pokemon. Like and it won't Miles. affect the raid dens, where yes. assuming, like again, lore point is mm -hmm. well, the terrestrial energy down here is much stronger, so it's easier for them to hold this form. And obviously, yours hold their form because you're using the Terra Orb and stuff like that. Uh, I just found the theory video for that tomorrow. Thank you very much. No worries, you're welcome. Did so you just go? Bleh? <laughs> No, 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 I didn't, no, I, I promise I didn't, that's, that's Discord, we know the issues of Discord, it's Discord, um, one of the, one of the other, um, I don't want to say confirmations, but, um, obviously we revisited Starfall Street and Mila, is it, or Mela? Mm-hmm, Mila. Mila, the boss of Team Stars, now they make it, they make a point of this, it's Mila, the boss of Team Stars Fire Crew. Yes. So She's very specifically that area. Yes. Boss. That was going to be my my question then. So we're much like the gym leaders. Every gym leader is different. Are we getting a different typing and a different boss? So somebody confirmed for me because we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. How many uh, of each thing there is? I'm gonna look up on the YouTube's. But yes, there will be different type leaders, and the people under them will throw out different type pokemon so for instance when you run into this base you have to auto battle 30 fire type pokemon mm. within 10 minutes okay. so assuming there's going to be 30 water type pokemon or 30 ice yeah. type pokemon yeah. who all run under an ice type leader yeah so we also got confirmation that you know in a previous uh trailer we, when they were going down starfall street we saw that there were two Pokemon on screen that were... They were the, your Pokemon. They're your Pokemon, yeah. So no confirmation if a friend can join you in these yet? No, I've, not I've yet, a, unfortunately. Yeah, so we know that you can use multiple Pokemon, but I've got a feeling that just from the lack of confirmation and lack of information that's been given out, that it almost feels like the multiplayer is only outside of outside of the main story or the Which story. Which would be such a shame. Yes. It, it is. It is. No, I completely... Like, I'd want to, you know, group up with friends and go, okay, right, now we're going to take on 
you know, the legend, or now we're going to take on the Starfall Street. And the, the gyms would be a bit more difficult. I don't quite... They could do it. They they could. They they literally could go, okay, right, well, if you're bringing a friend that has multiple Pokemon, well, now it's a double battle, and I also get extra Pokemon. I don't think we're getting that, though. Oh, here you go. Uh, oh, Taylor okay. gave us the breakdown. There were 15 towers, 11 cities, 8 gyms, 5 flags, 4 lighthouses, and a Pidgey and an ass pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So <laughs> I've got to, I've got to clarify here. The the numbers that you gave other than the Pidgey, are they legit? Yes. No, I right. have double okay. I double checked that math on the uh large scale map that we got. Okay. So let, let's just quickly break that down. Uh, 15 towers, did you say? Yes. So when we say towers, are they what, what are they? We're talking about the uh the towers that uh, effectively we assume hold the Herba Mystica. Okay, so the legend path. The legend path. So the Titans. Then you mentioned five flags and four lighthouses. Are they the bases? So the five flags are the bases. Okay. So what are the four lighthouses do we know? The f no idea. There are just lighthouses northeast, south, and west of the island. Oh, they okay. just happen to be there. Okay, interesting. So that, okay, that isn't how I... I Assumed it was eight of each. Eight, eight of each, yeah. Um, because then that would lend credence to we can go whichever route you want. Because now it's like, well, one of them seems longer, one of them's mid or medium, and then the ba the bases is quite small, only five. Which again leads me back to a previous um discussion we had that is the gym challenge the main way to progress the story and everything else is just a side quest that you can explore on the map at your More own than pace. Yeah, seems so. Um, there is one thing in this trailer that I think just stood out to me the most is um, you can build a sandwich. <laughs> so, Cooking uh, Mama, the Pokemon edition. Yes. Who is asking for this? Who, who wants... I don't know if you've you've heard of the game Overcooked in their Pokemon. <laughs> yes, I think I've seen Overcooked. Which is um, brilliant. Well, I mean, we've it. already got Nintendogs where yeah. you can play with them and you can wash them and heal yeah, them up true. by washing okay. them. And they're yeah. going to get dirty by wandering around in the snow and you have to clean them. Otherwise, they won't be your friends anymore. Oh, but they will be your friends, though, won't they? I have you no can... idea. So I, I would care a lot more about this if... The story was impacted or the Pokemon you had played a part because, because I think this goes back to what we've discussed in the past in, in terms of Nuzlocks and caring for your Pokemon and this and and Pokemon feeling like they live in this world and they're not just, you know, digital asset on screen. And if this was as you progress the story, if this made any meaningful difference on your Pokemon, the bonds that you had, you know, making them feel more like your Pokemon, I'd be all for it. But this is just, to me, feels like what it was in Sword and Shield, the 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 Cory Cooking minigame and setting up a little tent and whatever, where when I played it, outside of that initial playthrough, I was like, okay, this is what it is. Never visited it again because it doesn't impact, unfortunately. Right, I have two counterpoints to that. 
Yeah. One, I think it should be better implemented in this game than it was in Legends Arcus, uh, than it was in Sword and Shield. Okay. And the reason is because you are, you know, camping only really worked in the wild area. And the mm -hmm. idea was instead of having to run back to the city to go to a Pokemon Center, you can just heal up here. Yeah. You were never really in the wild area for that long. No, you weren't. You you passed through the wild area more often than not. Yeah. Whereas in this game, the vast majority of it is wild area. Okay. You can yeah. go out into the mountainside and just spend time out there. And, you know, Legends Arceus was the other game where it was like this, where you could run around for ages out in the wild, mm. and you'd constantly have to return back to the campsite to heal your Pokemon up. It was kind of annoying. Yeah. The ability to do that on the go is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. There is the ability to... Again, increase the bond with your Pokemon. Their friendship will increase if you um, like wash them and play with them and stuff like that. So there is that element to it. But more importantly, there are stats that can go up via the food. Mm -hmm. And it's not Pokemon stats. It's like catch rate goes up. Yeah, so the one Encounter I rate and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes. Okay. Which, which is huge because that's mm. more equivalent to like Monster Hunter. Yes. Where before you go out, you eat a meal yourself. And then, you know, you have certain buffs going forward. Yeah. Really cool. I really like that aspect. Okay. How bought, often I'll use it? <sighs> yeah, I think for me, I think how often I use it will depend on whether or not it heals my Pokemon. It does. If it heals my Pokemon, well, I don't need to. Like, like you said, like you have bought me around on this, actually. You've made two really good points there. And I think the thing that got me was Legends Arcus and thinking, oh, yeah, there were times where I was just out in the middle of nowhere, but Pokemon were a little bit, you know, on the ropes. I want to keep exploring, but I've got to travel all the way back. Whereas if I could just, you know, pop up a tent, fully healed, and you can go off and explore again. If we can do that, then yes, I will use this a lot more. And therefore, if I'm doing that, maybe then I, you know, will do the cooking mini mini game and whatnot because like I say it gives you buffs which i don't think you got in no. sword and shield it was it was literally you could throw in some berries and then you got a, you had a chance at a medal and i don't know what if any difference that made to the game i don't think it made any difference to the game not play, really but you you could complete your curry decks and that was it that was it right where was this okay right i'm looking i'm i'm yeah, yeah, you brought me around on this. I wasn't so that fussed about and, it. And the idea is that you go into town, you buy all your ingredients, you take those out with you, and then you make, and you decide what ingredients you want to include in each sub, and then okay. you make it as you go. I will say, it looks really bad. Yeah, it does. That, that <laughs> is the bread. It's the bread for me. And I, I was the bacon. It. it was the bacon that I was really like, oh, that looks like a stale bit of cardboard yeah, it, which is a shame because like anime yeah. food is always amazing it looks looking. great yeah like lean more into that like it's like they've got tried to if there's a if there's a sliding scale between like food that you can tell looking guy that's not real but it, it looks it looks good and then this other side where it's like realistic looking food and it looks good they've kind of gone somewhere in the middle and therefore, it just doesn't work. It you look at it and you think that doesn't look nice in either realistic or anime-looking food. It looks, it looks fake. Yeah. Uh, not only does it not look edible, it doesn't look eatable. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that you wouldn't want to eat this. You couldn't eat this. Yep. 
So, okay, let's wrap up the trailer then. What, for the next trailer, what do you want to see? I want to see those Pokemon in the wild. Just show me a clear footage of wild. Like, it can be the first freaking route of all the Pokemon you've already revealed. Yeah. Just show me them. Show me my character walking through all these Pokemon, interacting with each other and interacting with you and living in herds and being natural. Yeah. But I want to see it in-game footage. Yes. Agreed. Um, That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I'm completely on board with you. I think for me, um, they've touched on the multiplayer, but the information they've given us is very threadbare and open to interpretation. I think they need to shut that down now and go, okay, this is a trailer, multiplayer trailer. This is what you can do in multiplayer and just mm-hmm. make it really clear for people because the last thing I want to do, because um, I've already spoken with uh, British Eagle, who I do content with, that um, he's taking the f- the day off, uh, and so am I, and we do just want to jump in and just explore. I don't want to spend half of it going, okay, what can we do? Can we go there? Yeah. Okay, right, let's go and do this Legends trial. Oh, I can't do that, because it's your game that I've jumped into. Oh, okay, or, you know, you jump into, a, into um, one of the... Um, star road things and okay right we're both about to battle them and then and i've seen this in multiplayer games before where okay we're we're both going in we're both battling them but then you're playing two separate games all of a sudden again it's like oh i can't see you oh i can't see you oh okay now we got i guess we're not playing this together yes so that's that's what i wanted i i I, that i know i praised them expanded on so much on this trailer and none of it was what we wanted them to expand on yes exactly i i've praised them for not giving too much away and i still stand by that but there are certain technical things that i want to know about because they will impact on my enjoyment of this game and how i play it and again it's not spoilers it's something you've already told us that you're trying to sell the game to me on yes that i don't understand Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I'm very much in the same situation. We want to do a four-player playthrough of this, and it's yeah. like, well, can, can we? we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What what can you actually do? Is it literally just you can run around the same wild area, you can catch Pokemon, you can trade and battle the other three people that are with you, and that's it, potentially? I'm- that feels very gross. I don't like it. I don't no. like it if that's the case. I can no. very much imagine it being the case. I yes. don't think that's good enough. <laughs> Agreed. Right. That was just oh, that was just a masterful, you know, breakdown of the trailer. Speaking of which, are you ready to discuss Pokemon Master Journeys? Master Journeys are finally onto the new one. We are. We're into the new series. Now this will be quite fresh for you, won't it? <laughs> won't it, Connor? Yeah, well, I uh to to get clarity for that, so I completely forgot to watch these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> And had to message two minutes before we were supposed to start recording. Was like, hang on, can I uh, can I grab an hour to watch these episodes real quick? But yeah, <laughs> well, it's a good. <laughs> what would you done if I just gone no? <laughs> like no. I, I, well, technically, I well, I thought I watched these episodes right. because when Master Journeys first came out on uh, Pokemon TV, which you can get mm-hmm. hold of on like your Nintendo Switch and that, I watched through them. But I don't remember the second episode in this. You know, at all. Okay, which which is a pretty crucial episode in terms of Ash's team moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I remember hmm. the first one. I remember the third one. Did not remember the second one existing there. 
So I don't know if it was one of those like Netflix things where stuff got moved around. Potentially, potentially. But but anyway, I, anyway. Let's, let's start at the beginning. So start a Chloe episode. Yes, another Chloe episode. She's okay. The fact that she's in a couple of these episodes just makes you think: has she gone from a recurring character to more of a main cast character? Then moving forward, I don't know. I don't know how far you've seen through I this. I think, to my knowledge, she never becomes a as core as Asher Go. Right. Okay. But, but she certainly common. gets explored more as the seasons go on. Okay. So, okay, I'm I'm looking forward to that because it helps to keep the character roster fresh and it allows Ash and Go to bounce off somebody else rather than each other who has different feelings about Pokemon and her place in this world. So, mm. straight off the bat, Chloe's going to school. We already knew that. Well, so's go. So's go. Which muddles the water even more of the children's school leaving school dynamic. Well, he does say, like, I think it's the next episode, or it's in one of these episodes, he rocks up to school. It's like, oh, you're joining us today. Well, I said I'd always he- be here for tests. And it's like, so. Okay, s- how does this work? S- so, how, so <laughs> is this just like, okay, like, okay, school year? You know, September to September, you actually don't need to turn up to any lessons, but you do need to turn up for the test at the end, and it's up to you how you want to learn. Do you want to go out into the world and learn and develop, or do you want to do it in a classroom? See, my assumption would be that because they're working with the professor, Mm. it kind of counts as a work placement. Yes. So I know when we were in, like, sixth form in that, you could take days out if you had a work placement because mm-hmm. uh, obviously sometimes experience looks better on university applications yeah, and stuff yeah. like that now they're 10 years old so i'm not sure if it's quite that but <sighs> it very much seems to be the same kind of principle of like well no you're actually you're still learning about the world and stuff you're just doing a very focused yes. research project mm. um and it's and again on the next episode i i don't want to skip ahead but we're talking about schools and stuff like that. Mm. Next episode, Chloe misses class to go out to Galar. And it's like, well, okay, but you've got to write a report. Yes. So my so one of the notes I've got for this episode, which actually now doesn't doesn't make sense because of what you've just said, and you're right, is do I I, I put a comment, do Ashi's journeys just occur over the summer holidays and weekends every now and again? <laughs> Potentially. But which might to some degree be the case but no you're absolutely right that chloe does mention about skipping school and is he is he her dad that says okay but i want to report on the fossils no it's her teacher the teacher her teacher very specifically says um and yeah and and it kind of implies that ash just isn't enrolled in a school at all no he's just he he's he's a school dropout because i don't think the the first school he went to was in alola (laughs) it was wasn't it (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, w- one observation I got, and this is just, I just, I, I don't understand this. So they go to the school, right? Mm-hmm. And they leave the Pokemon at the park at the school, and the Pokemon are really upset. But that's what Pokeballs are for. Yeah. Just keep them in the Pokeballs. Yes. But we have also noticed that not all Pokemon remain inside their Pokeballs all the time. Pokemon do have the capability uh, to break themselves yes, out. They do. So it's they still do. a danger and a distraction within the classroom. 
that makes sense. So you don't want a whale lord just popping out the Pokeball while you're <laughs> in an enclosed space. Blat. <laughs> oh, I was so. cramped in there. I needed some room. <laughs> I've got even less room in the room. <laughs> so let's 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 break down the actual story of this um, episode. So we jump to an Eevee that's struggling to evolve. Now, this was interesting to me that. So does the Eevee get the choice, or do, is it just got a mutation that means that it can't evolve? Because my understanding was you touch a stone and you just evolve. You don't get yeah, a choice. Yeah, because you certainly don't get a choice, because we had that episode where Ash was really worried yes. that Pikachu touched a Thunderstone. Ugh. Because it's a case of like, well, no, if you touch it, you evolve. There is no choice in there. It's said at the end of this, it's like, well, all of Eevee's, evol- uh, all of Eevee's are born with uh, unstable DNA. Maybe this yes. one's just more unstable than others. Do you remember right at the very beginning of this podcast, I told you I had a random theory about this, Evie? I don't, but go on. So I'm not convinced by it anymore, but I said way back when that this Evie, like, copies the moves of other Pokemon, much in the same way that we saw Mew do for a very long time. Oh, okay. And its inability to evolve may imply that, like, it can't evolve because it's not actually an Evie, it's Mew. It's a... Wait, okay. I don't know if that's true. It's more than likely not. But so, I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea as well. I would be more on board with that if Eevee ended up with Go. I'd be because I'd be like, oh, okay, right. Maybe, you know, Go's mentioned that his his goal is to catch Mew, and wouldn't it be interesting if you know He'd had event- it all along. Yes. Yes. That would that would have been very interesting. Um Another theory which doesn't make any sense anymore, I'd imagine, because you know we are a season and a bit before this, that if I was watching this at the time, I might have been thinking, oh, is this because we're getting a, a new variant of an Eevee, a new evolution, and they're going to confirm it in the anime? You're not the amount of videos and the amount was of there? people being like, we're getting a new Eevee! We're getting a new Evolution. Confirmed new uh, Evolution because okay. Eevee's being weird and Chloe and Eevee are getting an episode, so we're definitely getting a new Evolution, and it's going to be Scarlet and Violet. Evol- Wasn't yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so back to the, the school then. We've got Team Rocket back again, and I love the, 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 the Meowth standing on Wobbuffet's head. It's literally the three kids in a trench coat meme. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, meanwhile, we've got um, the scientists are trying to track down Evie, who's escaped. And and I'm jumping ahead a bit. It no, I'm not. I'm not going to jump ahead a bit. Like you think these are bad guys, aren't you? Don't you? Yeah, you're absolutely. led to believe that the bad guys. Which okay, fine. I understand from a story point. You, you're supposed to be like, oh, these are the bad guys, but. They are they are very nice people. They are acting really mean, and the things they are saying are not yeah. stuff good guys would say. Or is it Chloe overhears them say, "Once we catch you, you'll never escape again"? And yeah, it's, like, it's like that's Ooh. not that's not that's something not you nice. say, is it? That's very mean. No, no. Well, I can understand why the Eevee ran off. Um, so one thing I did like about this actually is that um, Team Rocket again tries to steal um, the Pokemon, and Ash rocks up. But Team Rocket are prepared for it. Yeah. I love to <laughs> just leave a hole knowing that Ash is just going to run head first. I love it. But this is obviously just a a ploy or by the writers um, uh-huh, to, give, to Chloe give Chloe her moment. Another, sh- another chance to shine with Yamper once again. Um, Big up Yam Champ. Good, good old Yamper, I'll tell you what. And, and 
He gets yeah. to face off against the Pelipper. I didn't expect this. I just did it. I was like, wait, this is where we're going with this? It was absolutely... It was just because the machine comes down. The machine doesn't work. And then the Pelipper just comes in. I was like, they're not going here. Oh, they're going here. They're going to use the Pelipper. <laughs> Brilliant. Very good. I Very loved good it. episode. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, Evie hasn't evolved. But it can apparently use Spark, and it's explained that it's because it's close to Yampy, which is an electric mon. Now, I double-checked. It can't learn Spark as of Generation 8. So no. this ties into it's an unusual Eevee? Yes. Something's but there different? Is a, there is a move that Eevee can learn that would make sense in this instance. Mimic. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. So Eevee can learn Mimic, which would allow it to ah. mimic moves of Pokemon okay. around it that it's seeing. And we okay. see it at the very beginning, mimicking the Sylveon, trying to mimic the Vaporeon oh, in their movements right. and stuff like that. But I, I, I like that. But I also kind of like the idea of, I like the theming that they've done here. Mm-hmm. You know, they've set Chloe up as this person who doesn't know if she wants to follow in her dad's footprints. She doesn't know if she wants to set her own way. She doesn't really know what she wants to be. Yeah. And she's got this Eevee who doesn't know what it wants to be, so refuses oh, to evolve that. yet. And it's like, that's oh. that's really cute alignment, and I like it. I like that as well. I didn't pick up on that. That's a great point. Um, The only comment I've got, why does Chloe's Roton phone sound so human compared to everyone else's? <laughs> Did you pick up on that? No. Listen out for it the next time. It's, it's really took me out of the episode. I was like, wait, what? And I had to play it back, and I was like, it does sound like a human compared to like Rotom. Ashley's Rotom has that kind of. They just didn't put the filter on it. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's right. It's just just a little bit weird. Um, should we move on to the next episode? Yeah, pinch of this, a pinch of that. We go back to Galar. We go back to Galar. Now, when we went back here, I knew where this was going because I play Pokemon Masters and it spoils it for me. There was an event running uh, about a month back where you got to fight against Ash and his Pokemon from his current team of Pokemon for the Galar region. And yeah, he's got a Dracovician that. So I was like... And to be fair, Ash's whole team that he's taking to the Masters 8 has just been released for Sword and Shield. It has. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, So I knew it from that as well, but I knew it from Pokemon Masters um, first. So... The moment we got to um, see, what, 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 is it Caraliss? Is it? Yeah, Caraliss. Caraliss. She's Caraliss. Uh, <laughs> just, just like, Caraliss, oh, Caraliss. See what you did there. What's, what's the guy's name? Like, oh, Brazen? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's Brazen <laughs> and Careless. I love it. I love it. So, <sighs> she's, she's, <laughs> she's not a very good scientist. Neither of them are very good scientists, are they? Um, how is this legal? Like combining two sets of Pokemon DNA to create hybrids? Uh, like, I mean, it's not ethical, is it? I'm surprised it's possible. Yeah, it is legal. It's it's just I was like, okay, right, fair enough. Um, I think <laughs> what one over the short course of two hours, you can <laughs> blend the bones of two different Pokemon. It's just like uh, what now? Um, I love the fact that she actually points out like the throwing out conventional thinking. Like, uh, oh, okay, so this this is how you're justifying it. Okay, 
Um, but once, yeah, like the idea of like the is it the octofish that because it goes along the bottom of the ocean, its head must be upside down. Yes, I'm like I thought you just put it on wrong. Yeah, but apparently not. Um, nope. One thing she did mention though, and I'm picking up on this now that you've mentioned it, light particles. Yeah, there was it was really annoying actually because she's like, ah, oh, we turn them into light particles and then. Don't explain it. They won't Nothing. understand That's it. it. I'm like, no! no. Give me this more. information. Tell I need more. it. That would make sense, though, if it's like, okay, we've got the DNA and fossil, and we turn it down into the very, you know, the very molecules, the building blocks of life, and that is why they are able to fuse these mons, because it, it basically, you're not merging two Pokemon. You are breaking down elements from two Pokemon and then creating a brand new Pokemon from that. that makes more sense, doesn't it, than combining fossils? Well, have you ever fossils? heard the idea of the, you know, the transporters in Star Trek? Yes, how, like, you aren't the same person that went Yeah, you that get completely broken down yes. to your atoms, and then new atoms are formed the other side. Yes. Is it actually you or not? <laughs> when you put a Pokemon in a Pokeball, does the same uh, Pokemon come back out again? Good point, actually, because you're just converting them into... Light like, energy. Yeah. Are they the same Pokemon? And I know the the the, answer, the easy answer is well, yeah, because like the Pikachu comes out, it's got the same personality and everything. Well, yeah, but Pikachu's a bad example. Mate. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the I, I, that's the that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shippathesis. Oh, there you go. Not that, Archimedes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, you you're right. Like if if you like you send that Pokemon in, it comes out technically not. The same Pokemon because it's been broken down into no, anyway. Um, that, that that could be a whole episode on on its own. Um, so we do get to see a couple of the the Galar fossils. Um, the voices aren't what I expected them to be, but I love it. Dragonfish. Um, <laughs> I'm just like what? It's just okay. Um, so somebody <laughs> had fun in the studio. <laughs> oh, they did. They did. It's just like when he said it at first, I was like, what? This is okay. This is the, the Pokemon like voice that they're going for. But by the end of the episode, I loved it. And I think part of the reason I love it. Have you seen the, the latest um Thor film? Yes. With the, with the goats. It no, just God, yeah. it just reminds me of that. And I'm all for it. I'm just all for the silliness. Um, but the reviving of the fossils goes as well as you can expect, and typical Pokemon shenanigans kick off. But one thing we do get is new battle music. Yes, do we? And I, yes. Um, I can't I can't tell you what was different about it now because I watched these like a week ago. Um, but yeah, I was like I was listening to. It, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is definitely new music, which. I like because that means that, you know, how I've mentioned in the past that you can tell when a battle's about to shift in ashes or ghost favor because the music changes into they've got a couple of like music beats where it's almost like, okay, you play this music if the Pokemon's struggling, you play this Pokemon if it's about to be triumphant, or it's getting the upper leg or something like that. So you you start to predict how the battles are gonna end up based on the musical cues. I like the fact that we've got new battle music because it kind of throws that out a little bit. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen now. Um, and, um, yeah, Ash gets his his fifth, sixth Pokemon? Sixth Pokemon. Dracovish. Is that the last one of his team? So he's got Pikachu, Dragonite, Gengar, Lucario, Far-fetched, Far-fetched and now Dracovish. That's his team of six. That's his, that's his squad. That's his squad, which is interesting because 
He's got three Kanto Pokemon, a Sinnoh Pokemon, and then he's got two Galar Pokemon because the Farfetch is the, the is the Galar uh-huh. version. Do you th- did you expect him to have more Galar Pokemon with this being journeys based on? Oh yeah, absolutely. Part? I expected mm. him to have at least one starter. Agreed, because he's always had at least one starter, right? Yes. But again, we spoke about this before. I'm quite happy that they gave the starters to go. Agreed. Yeah. Who I'm needs the starter Pokemon, really. Whereas they've allowed Ash to go, well, no, we're going to get the pseudo legendaries and the ones that are hard to yeah. train. And yeah. I like I like squad. it. Yes. Ag- agreed. It is. If it was, if it was the games, I'd be like, oh, there's a few shared issues there, especially with eventually. Yeah. You've got a Lucario Surfesh. and a Farfetch. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. But this is anime rules and it, plays slightly um slightly and differently. let's not forget that one of ash's greatest teams ever the x and y team was basically all weak to ice so oh okay i never noticed uh, that I, yeah I, no he had a gudra he had a uh well no actually yeah i take it back he had a bunch of dragons i remember he had a, a diddy one. right okay um anything else you want to talk about with that one that episode uh go gets the arctazole he does Can't forget that bit no, I love I love that arc. I love the combination of those. I, I'm glad they went for those two fossil Pokemon. It, out of all of them, they're the two that I, that I wanted to see in this series. I quite like Dracozolt. I do yeah. really like Dracozolt. I think Dracovish and Dracozolt are my two favorites. But I think if would I have preferred Ash to have a Dracozolt over a Dracovish? Mm. Not sure. I think Dracovish mm. is funnier in concept. Yes, agreed. Yeah. I agree with you there. And Arctus and Arctivish is certainly my least favorite of the four. So this is the combination that removes Arctivish from the equation. So I'm happy with it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, and yeah, um, Chloe writes a report with Evie nodding off. Thought that was quite cute. Um, should we move on to the third episode this week that we're discussing? Yeah. What did you think of this episode? Oh, I'm trying to right. Okay, so I'm trying to right. Okay, so. It's definitely an episode of two parts. Uh-huh. Um, the and... second part is a lot shorter than the first. Yes. So the first part is the far-fetched seems to have issues, I want to say. It doesn't really... <laughs> it, it's... Oh, I agree on. with you. I agree with you completely. It's it's like, okay, what, is, what has Ash got to do to earn this Pokemon's respect and i'm getting major charizard vibes here at the moment where you know Char- ash in the in the kanto league sends out charizard against a, a pikachu and charizard just refuses to battle because like nah, this is below me and i'm worried at the moment that coming up soon ash is going to lose a big fight because him and farfetch'd aren't completely in sync and they disagreements on terms of how they should battle i hope that doesn't happen but that's that's i've got a feeling that ash is going to have a couple of more wins and then he's going to come up against you know one of the big gym trainers from one of the regions and ash loses because of that um which would be interesting i think this because farfetch has an attitude Mm. And Ash isn't really addressing it throughout this episode, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. It's just like, wow, you are strong, aren't you? You're training really hard. It's like, 
bruv, he just turned his leak on you. you yeah. You're not going to, like, address that at all? Well, the equivalent That's not okay a, behavior. No, it's the equivalent of, like, a pet dog biting you. Yeah, or at least snapping at you. Yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, wow, you're really strong. Those are really sharp teeth. It's like, that's not, no, <laughs> it's not okay. So I had I had issues with the way it was dealt with. And then obviously yeah. he has the big fight. Yeah. And Farfetch'd wins. And the fight looks great. Had great fun with yeah. the fight. Good I, time. Agreed. I, what I liked about it for me was um, it was a, it was a, Fight with weapons. Yes, I, I'd I'd love that. I mean, I, I don't quite know how a leak goes up against a an iron girder or a metal girder, whatever it's made of. But fine, whatever. It's Pokemon, you know, Pokemon logic. Um, but I, I really did like that. Um, and they are confirmed to be weapons yeah. because girders steel beam breaks, and the guy just that. gives him a pickaxe. <laughs> I love that. And I'm <laughs> like, what? I like from a, on a personal standpoint, that's a really cool and really sweet thing to do. But is he going to be swinging a pickaxe, pickaxe at Pokemon? <laughs> Taking a Pokemon's ass. Is he just going to be stabbing Pokemon through the head with a pickaxe? It's, I, I'm not sure that's okay. I, I honestly don't. I, I was like, okay, this this confuses Pokemon lore a little bit in a way that I don't want to go down because, like, does that girder grow? Does he just have to go and find another one? Like, why aren't we seeing? I mean, that's the that's what's implied is he has to go get another one. Yeah, I was like, okay, right. Um, <laughs> but during the battle, we see a, a new trainer with a Gallade, and for a sec, for a split second, I thought, oh, Wally's grown up, and then straight, away, I was like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense because Ash hasn't grown up. Did Wally ever get the Gallade? I I don't know. I never watched that series, so I I I don't know. But that was my first thought. I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm not gonna lie that it's not Wally, but it makes sense that it's not him. I I can get on board with that. Fine. Um, and then the 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 I say the second half. It's not the second half. It's like the the final five minutes of this episode. Yeah, is, it really is. It's like you were like it's a tale of two parts. I'm like a tale of one and a chunk. Yeah. But yes. This new trainer shows up and completely ruins Ash, and he's like, well, that's because you're not in sync. Your Farfetch has lots of power, but you haven't adopted it yet. I hope you learn your ways, no, but I'm not going to be the one to teach you. I'm going to take you out with a move that doesn't even take down all of your HP. Well, yes! make, that makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, 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 right. <laughs> so he offers to battle the Farfetch'd. Okay. Now, he's absolutely right that the Farfetch'd is completely... Like it, it's untamed. It it could get stronger, but the problem is that it is too. It doesn't think. No, it's uh, it it's does, almost like I am brute swinging my way yes. through this. I am strong. I can break yes. rocks. I can break faces. Yes, and the battle goes terribly. The Galay dodges every single attack like something you would see in you know Dragon Ball Z. It's just oh, I'm I'm untouchable. I my power level is so above your power level. <laughs> Um, and then, like you say, it wins. This with isn't full even swipe. my final form. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> which, which technically, it's not if he wants to mega evolve. Um, but then it wins with full swipe. Sure, like of all the moves you could have gone for, probably not the one I would have chosen. But fine, whatever. Um, but Rinto is the the name of the trainer, and so is this his rival? For this series, maybe? I don't know if it's Ash's rival, or this is very specifically Farfetch'd rival. Okay, right. It's okay. On, on that thing of, like, 
it's the same principle as B is not Ash's rival, although she kind of is, because they're both aiming for the same goal, mm-hmm. but B is kind of Lucario's rival. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yes, yes. That does make sense. So the next time we see, or the next couple of times we see Rinto, isn't going to be, okay, can Ash beat Rinto? It's going to be, can Farfetch? Can Farfetch beat the Gallade? Yes, that makes sense. And I, I, like and I think all this is building up to Farfetch evolving. Agreed. I think yeah, it's oh, that yeah, thing of like, I'm untamed, I'm angry, I just want to hurt things, and I must learn the ways of the night yes. to protect as well as fight. Oh, I have a plan. Attack. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark says. Um, okay, and then um, the last part is Rinto offers some advice that they need to be in sync, obviously. And Ash does what he does. He takes it to heart and begins training. Um, to, it takes a leak to train with Farfetch'd. Takes, takes a leak. It's like, well, yeah. you use a leak, I'll use a leak, and then we'll be in sync. Because Ash takes everything literally. He did. Yeah, he does. He does. This is like, I've never truly noticed that until this episode. I was like, ah, okay, right. Yeah, he's he's very literal in his thinking, isn't he? Um, I did enjoy this episode. It was a good opportunity to see Farfetch'd shine. Um, and I think, you know, Farfetch'd getting so easily beat was needed. Mm-hmm. Because now he's got room for development. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of this Farfetch'd at the moment. I don't like the way it's behaving. It's mm-hmm, not... Mm-hmm. Again, Charizard, we had it as Charmander. And yes. then we started seeing it go that way as Charmeleon. And then it went into Charizard form. And we are like, well, you are the most powerful Pokemon on that team. Mm. We, we kind of get what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Farfetch'd, you've not really earned that. <laughs> <laughs> not that great yeah. buddy yeah agreed and thinking back the Charmander thing was a bit more heartbreaking because yeah. you did get to see it being cute it was friendly it was great Ash raised it and he cared for it and then you saw what became of it um, but at the same time I'm glad they're not going down the route with this where you know Ash befriends the Farfetch she helps it and then you know it becomes almost untamable for a while and then it flips back um, I do if anything, at least they've been consistent with Farfetch'd and his character and how he yeah. is, because he's been like that since the first time we met him. Yeah, um, they met him on the bridge, didn't they? Yes, yes. Um, so it's going to... We know it's coming. That there's going to be something that aligns Ash and Farfetch'd and that maybe either causes it to evolve or starts them down the route of evolving the Farfetch'd into a Surfetch'd. But I'm looking forward to seeing Ash having a Surfetch'd. I really yeah. am. I'm looking forward to seeing that Pokemon in the anime in the in some of the battles, like a leak, a leak and a, a shield. Really looking forward to that. It's gonna be good fun. This uh, right. thoughts on Master Journeys compared to Journeys yet? Um, or is it honestly, just a decent continuation? Just a decent continuation. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like, for example. Um, you know, the very original anime where Ash goes over to, you know, it moves from, it transitions from the just Pokemon to Pokemon Johto uh, or whatever it was called. It just feels like, okay, if if I didn't know this was called Master Journeys, wouldn't make a difference. I wouldn't yeah, know. It's just 40, it's episode 49. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. To the point where I don't know why they changed the name, but okay, sure. Um, I guess they had to, though, because like the the... The Eternatus arc was wrapped up, which was the 
I want to say overarching plot. It, was, it, it wasn't the overarching plot, but it was there every now and again. It built up to it. So I, I kind of understand why they've changed the name, but they didn't need to, I don't think. And they certainly definitely shouldn't have called it Master Journeys before calling it Ultra Journeys. Oh, agreed. That's just weird. It's like, who came up with that? That's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, are you up for playing a game? Are you up for playing a game? <laughs> I am. So in front of Connor, he has three Pokemon with three Pokedex entries each. And I have to spot the fake entry. So the first Pokemon for you to guess today is Jolteon. Oh. Its lungs contain an organ that creates electricity. The crackling sound of electricity can be heard when it exhales. Okay. It accumulates static electricity in its fur. The hairs stand on end as it shifts the electricity over its body into concentrated points to unleash bolts of lightning. Number three. If it is angered or startled, the fur all over its body bristles like sharp needles that pierce foes. Okay. I think three's a real one. There are both things in the first and second one that I'm, I'm unclear on. Like I'm, I'm thinking, oh, they don't sound genuine. So the first one was about the, the lungs and you can hear it from its mouth. And the second one... So what was the second one was about the end was it bristling or something like that what was the second yeah, one static again? electricity builds up in its fur the yeah. hairs stand on end as it yeah. shifts the electricity over its body into a concentrated point to unleash bolts of lightning okay oh i'm overthinking this i'm gonna say one knowing this probably two you are exactly right. It is number two. Oh, <laughs> now I've done what you do. Just overthinking it. Okay, right. <laughs> Bring on the next one. The second Pokemon is Flareon. Oh. When storing thermal energy in its body, its temperatures can soar to over 1,600 degrees Fahrenheit. Number two. Once it has stored up enough heat, this Pokemon's body temperature can reach up to 1,700 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> okay. Number three, it absorbs thermal energy from the surrounding area through its skin, allowing its body to reach temperatures of 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, you are joking. Are you for real? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, this is cheeky. Okay, right. I think the first one is correct. And the only reason I say that is because my daughter was reading the big Pokemon book, and she I swear she mentioned about Flareon reaching 1600. I swear, watch me be a bad parent now when you tell me that's the fake one and I wasn't listening to my daughter. So, it's gone between the second and third one. I don't know. I'm going to flip a coin. I think if I was writing this, I'd go for a nice even number, so I'm going to say two is the fake one. Uh, two is correct. Luckily for you, number one is also correct. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> it was number three. It was they never reached 1,800 degrees. So wow. for some reason, going through this, like every single one of Flareon's dex entries refer to temperature. Yeah. And all of them refer to different temperatures. <laughs> That's so, so why? So, it, so its what? body can reach either 1600 degrees, 1650 degrees, or 1700 degrees, depending on who's writing about it. And then <laughs> like its fire can reach like 3000 degrees, 3100 degrees, 3050 i literally have no wow. idea why but it fascinated me that um they kept changing up the numbers that is bizarre okay right okay can i get a point in the third and final pokemon which is vaporeon oh what a shock <laughs> so the first one is in terms of male human female po no no that's not no remove that that's not what we were supposed to read okay uh, the <laughs> 
<laughs> what? what? Somebody at home will get that. Uh, number one. When Vaporeon's fins begin to vibrate, it is a sign that rain will come within a few hours. Number two. Lives close to water. Its long tail is rigid with a fin which is often mistaken for a mermaid's. And number three. The, th the fins around Vaporeon's neck allow it to remain buoyant in water even whilst asleep. Okay. I think the third one's correct. I think number one and number two both sound true. I don't think Pokemon has ever referred to mermaids in the games, but I'm probably wrong on that. So that's why I'm going to go with the second one being fake. Okay, the second one was true. The first okay. one was true. Oh, wow. Okay. It was the third one that was fake. The buoyancy thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was really proud of that. I wrote that and I was like, well done. I feel good about this one. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because they're quite like, what's the word I'm looking for? Flimsy, I guess. Like they're not thick. They're not inflated no. or anything. That does make sense. So total of the scores. How many did I get? Uh, none. You got Zero. Wow. You got nothing. Yes! Good day, sir. <laughs> There'll be somebody on YouTube who, because I know people play along and they'll be like, I got three out of three. Ben, you're stupid. Like, this is hard. <laughs> I love it, though. I love that we do this. So next week, I'm testing you again. If you're up for it. Of course, I'm always up for it. Right, let's move on to comments and questions. We've got one this week from um, Tony over on YouTube. Um, if Johto had established its own league, who would be your Elite Four and champion? But because of how long this could be, we're just going to say the champion, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you got any ideas? I know who it shouldn't be. Okay. Who do you think it shouldn't be? Silver. It shouldn't be Silver. No, that's be fair. Because, because you don't need to do blue again. You don't need to do blue again, but also Silver doesn't deserve to get past the Elite Four because that's his arc. Yeah, that's, the, that's his learning. That's yes. how he learns. Like, that's his character arc. You're right. I agree with you. It shouldn't be him. Have you got someone that you think it should be? I do. I don't yeah. know. Mm. Whether it should be champion or not is okay. questionable. But mm. I have an idea for someone, and I think it should be Norman. Okay. As in yes. your father from Hoenn. Okay, break it down. So the idea is that you travel over from a un un undescribed region to mm. Hoenn so that your father can take over a gym. Yeah. Your father is a normal type gym leader. There is a theory that your sister is Whitney. And Norman, Norman was the gym leader of Johto and moved over to Hoenn. So he took a different job, uh, still being a Pokemon trainer, because like he was good for Johto. And he's one of the strongest, like that is one of the biggest curves in difficulty in Hoenn. So I kind of love to see Norman as a champion, a normal type champion in Johto. Okay. I like, I, I do like that. I love the Whitney Norman thing that I'd never put together. Um, mm -hmm. How okay. accurate it is, I'm not sure, but that is a theory. Okay. Is that a theory that you've heard before, one that you've come yes. up with? Okay. No, it's one I've heard before. Okay. Um, in terms of who... I think should be there. Is, the problem is all the main characters that you kind of are introduced to are all the big characters are gym leaders. Anyway, I yeah. think 
personally, um, who would I like? I'd like it to be somebody who you meet during the game and you just don't, you just never expect them to be the champion because, you know, when you play through the games and, like, it happens with Alder, it happens with Steven and Well, in Gold and Silver, it happens with Lance. And it then does, he does yes. go on to become the yeah, yeah. champion. Uh, and I'd, So there's there's almost a part of me that once, like... Lance was the champion. He got dethroned by Blue, followed by Red. Mm-hmm. So he went back to Johto, where like the Dragon Tamers are, and became the champion there instead. I like that. For me, I'd love it to just be someone random that that has maybe you know conquered all. He's the best in the region, and when he's not of the Elite Four, he just likes to relax and wind down, like. I'm thinking of Kurt in Azalea Town that does the Pokeballs, and he's like, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fantastic trainer, and when I'm on my off days, I just like to relax down here. Like, just to be completely taken by surprise and, and, and think, oh, wait, I met you at the start of this game, and I never thought it'd be you, which flips the whole, not issue on its head, but when you're playing through the game and you're constantly being you know, guided by Cynthia and Steven, and you're like, oh, I'm battling you at the end of this game, aren't I? I know that's coming. You just have someone okay. completely we, random. We could, we could actually flesh this out now. I, I'm really interested in, like, a full Elite Four. So you go... Okay. Right, so you've got, like, Kurt. I really like the idea of Kurt. The other one is, who does the radio show with Professor Oak? Mary? Mary. Mary, You yeah. never meet Mary. You, no, you don't. And yet, no. she hangs around with Professor Oak on a daily basis. Someone who we know was a champion Yeah, in Kanto. Yeah. It'd be really cool if Mary was a champion here. Or maybe they do a champion podcast. That, that's yeah. why they're together. <laughs> they do a radio show and a podcast together. That's what it is. That's what they're doing. Okay. Who um, else? Who, who else, else is, is there? just like kicking around? You've got the kimono girls. Yeah. And obviously, one of the kimono girls went off to be a gym leader in a different region. Wait, what? Uh, X and Y, the oh, fairy, the fairy type, type gym leader. Wait, that's a kimono girl. She, yeah, it makes yeah her outfit. Yeah, okay. She's got the that. kimono. She's got the Sylveon. Yes, yes, she has. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So yeah, Ooh. you can have a kimono girl in there. That would be okay. really cool. Okay, okay, okay. Who, um, who else is there that just kind of shows up or is just? Out and a, out and about, maybe. Um, he's trying to think off the top of his head. What about the guy that tries to sell you a slowpoke tail? <laughs> <laughs> he's just got slowpoke, slow bro, slow king, cloister, shelter. That's his team. That's his team of five. Like it. He's a water type. <laughs> he's a water type. Member. <laughs> Who else have we got? Is that four? Uh, the guy with the far fetched. In the forest, where <laughs> where the kid yeah. loses his far fetched, and he's like, "My boss is gonna kill me," and it turns out that his boss is one of the elite four members. That's why. That's why he thinks his boss is gonna kill him because he's like, "Oh, I've had to bring my boss all the way down from the elite four just to help me get past this little tree that I can probably hop." And he specializes in cut Pokemon. Yep, or Pokemon with blades. So Scythe, Scizor, far fetched kind of. Um, okay, so we've got Mary, far fetched guy. Kurt, um, and the slowpoke guy. Slowpoke guy. <laughs> That's how you were for. 
slowpoke guy. <laughs> you know what I'd love about that is before you even battle, he tries to sell you one again and he just gets offended that you say no and that's when the battle comes in. I love that. Right. It's like... <laughs> done, no. done. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much for the great question. Absolutely love it. Um, if you've got a comment or question, you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on YouTube or by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com. So, Connor, before we wrap up, what have you got coming up? Anything exciting? Anything in the uh, pipe work? Uh, sometime soon, I'm coming out with a video about Wiggler and what the actual definition of regional variance is. What In the Pokemon universe, how do we classify what is a regional variant compared to convergent evolution? Absolutely love it. Um, I've not really got a lot on, to be quite honest with you. I've been distracted with other things. Um... That's the show for this week. If you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Connor, where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget. Perfect. And I'm Ben. You can find me as Professor Hoenn Gaming on YouTube and Professor Hoenn on Twitter and Twitch. As for the Golden Rob Podcast, you can find us on the usual podcast platforms. Search for Golden Rob Podcast or look for us on YouTube. Leave a like if you're watching us on YouTube or a five-star review if you're listening as a podcast. We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon podcast content. See ya!